0: it was a picture of anita dressed in i think you had like blue jeans uh-huh. and like a. I don't remember what type of jacket you were wearing you had sunglasses on <laughs> with, i know i know the picture <laughs> yeah with a cowboy hat what's a cowboy hat
1: it was a helmet oh a like helmet a there helmet. we go <laughs> yeah
0: with some heels on yeah and with a ukulele yes and uh and a barbie purse <laughs> we can show the picture <laughs> yes. i don't mind hello everyone welcome back to the 116 podcast
1: hi welcome back
0: yes i'm actually really excited for today's episode
1: yeah me too
0: yeah so today we don't have a special guest well we do have a special guest right here anita brown hi the one and only (laughs) the famous anita brown No. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no the reason why i'm excited is uh just so many things going on in your life that's exciting and, and so i think it'll be good for people to know a little bit more about you and kind yes. of your story and what you do now too mm-hmm. and so i'm excited so let's start off with positive of the week
1: you go first i go
0: first <laughs> yeah <Yikes. laughs> yeah for me it has to be we're working on a another song again yes. and so the my positive week has been just like how things have been coming together and like being able to record with people we're actually going to record a- right after this there's people that will be coming over yes <laughs> to record and so that has been positive the week for me just um just seeing things coming together so easily and and god really being in the midst of things and, and working things out perfectly mm-hmm. and, and providing so exactly <laughs> maybe that I'll, I'll talk about that on a later podcast okay. But yeah for today what about for you
1: for me i have I have a couple. Can okay. I, can I share a, yeah. a couple? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so one of them, it's short, it's kind of funny though. Um, okay. So I was doing a club with some children. And club <laughs> was, is like an after-school program. Yeah, an after-school program for some children. And so I was sitting on the floor with them and I was talking to one of the children and he was sitting kind of close to me and so i was like making eye contact and he looked and he all of a sudden he goes oh, and he like starts looking closer at me and i knew right away oh he's looking at my eye marks because a lot of children look at that and point it out <laughs> yeah. and so i was like oh are you looking at these and i was pointing at them he goes yeah what is that <laughs> and i was like oh they're just eye marks. and he goes oh okay it looks like peanut butter and oh. then he turned around and goes back to doing what he was doing
0: <laughs> was that your first time like one of the kids they're approaching you like that
1: uh, i think it was one of the first times someone noticed and then pointed it out at, yeah. the, at this club specifically yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but i thought it was really cute because he wasn't saying it in like a mean way He yeah, was just yeah, like oh that's what yeah, it looks like yeah, I <laughs> i've gotten like root beer before someone said it looks like root beer in my <laughs> eye <Beer. laughs> Out of all things. yeah okay. but anyways that's one of them my second one is um it's almost my birthday mm. and every year for my birthday my grandma on my dad's side uh sends me a letter handwritten letter yeah. so i actually have it here it came in early but she always sends me a card and then my uh, grandpa my auntie my aunties sign it <laughs> so i have my little card here it's all signed but she also sends me like letters like full-on letter. handwritten letters and so i don't know if you guys can see but uh this is all handwriting front and back <laughs>
0: <Two pages. laughs> yeah it's <This laughs> but- not a letter it's a novel <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah but anyways um i haven't written handwriting read handwriting in a while so um i struggled a little bit with this letter but i figured it out and i was able to read it and it was such a nice letter i really um look forward to these letters on my birthday she told some funny stories in this letter and so (laughs) yeah i (laughs) learned
0: something new today actually i'm gonna tell it okay apparently her a uh, spanish teacher in high oh, school yes <laughs> taught your dad as well
1: yeah taught my dad as well and then from this letter um i learned that this spanish teacher of mine also worked with my grandma at the same school for a while
0: <laughs> that's so crazy that's a spanish teacher that's refusing to retire
1: <laughs> yeah but according to her letter he was uh teaching shop classes though okay. at that point so okay. yeah wow that's,
0: that's <laughs> crazy yeah so that's my positive Nice. So let's get started with some questions. Okay. Uh, Who is Anita Brown? How did you end up uh, where you are today? Hmm? Uh, (laughs) Where did you come from? Where did I come from? (laughs) Where did you come from?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I was born in Slave Lake, Alberta, which is just three hours north of Edmonton. It's a really small town. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I was born there, grew up there for most of my life. My dad was a carpenter and then he went into full-time evangelism Mm. and so I remember when I was young traveling around a lot and going to like tent meetings which is literally a giant tent set up outside and Mm. then you have church inside the tent sometimes for a whole week sometimes just for the weekend and they go really late (laughs) but I uh, really enjoyed them and um, I have really good memories of tent meetings and going there and um my dad at first would be going to sing and do worship yeah um he grew up in a family band doing worship like that and so even when he was younger he would travel and do worship and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so he was kind of known for that even has a cd and everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so um i remember doing that and then we ended up moving to saskatchewan Mm -hmm. for about a year and a half and we lived on a reserve there and my dad worked with a pastor who lived down there doing ministry as well okay. and again we traveled around doing tent meetings this time we were part of the team who was setting up the tents nice. <laughs> so i remember um the whole process of setting up the tents there's like there's smaller metal poles that you have to set up around there's normally two like Massive poles that you have to set up in the center. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of like cords and ropes and pegging giant pegs into the ground. Mm. <laughs> so I I remember doing all those things. Um, and then at that time, I think my dad started doing more speaking and preaching, but also still doing mm-hmm. worship. And then we moved back to Slave Lake. My dad did youth ministry, and then my mom kind of took it over because my dad became uh, the lead pastor at the church down in slave lake Mm -hmm. and then i still um helped my family a lot in the ministry i remember doing a lot of that type of stuff and then when i was 17 i moved here to edmonton and went to bible college and i've been here since
0: (laughs) so going back to i guess your childhood when was uh when would you say that uh um Christ became your personal Savior. When did you accept Christ for yourself? Or was it just kind of?
1: I was really young when I accepted Christ. Okay. I remember being at a really big meeting. Um, and the speaker saying, um, if anyone wanted to accept Jesus to come to the altar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people went. And I wanted to go up. Um, but I was super small. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad took me up. He put me on his shoulders and he took me up to the front. <laughs> Wow. Um, I don't remember how young I was. I just remember I was really young, mm-hmm. and then obviously growing up, being in ministry—that being like my life, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like I knew a lot about uh, God, Jesus. Um, I understood things. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people who have grown up Christians, there was a certain point in their life where it really did become real to them, mm-hmm. and for me. I would say I made the decision to be really serious in my faith, honestly, when I went to Vanguard. Okay. So I was 17. 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I went to school (laughs) (laughs) out of Bible college. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Uh. Yeah, so another question, um, as many of you know, you sing. Yes, I do. So when did that get started? (laughs) I know you play (laughs) instruments as well. Mm -hmm. You play the piano, a little bit of guitar. Uh, you talked a little you talked a little bit about how uh, you had a family band with uh, you, like your dad had a family band mm-hmm. and like your family's musical your mom is musical your dad yeah. is musical your <laughs> grandparents like it's crazy everyone's musical so um uh, when did you get started
1: ever since i can remember (laughs) um i remember my mom put me in piano lessons when i was five okay um i'm really thankful for that i enjoyed it i loved it um i remember doing piano lessons and at first it was group lessons so we would all meet in my piano teacher's basement and she had a bunch of keyboards set up around the room (laughs) and i was the youngest in the group and so i remember um Sometimes being distracted in the <laughs> piano lessons and going and playing with Lego. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I remember doing that. But then I remember always like being told to like kind of come back to yeah. the group and then participating. And I really loved it and enjoyed it. My mom kept all my like piano books from when I was in piano lessons.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to see them. Of, uh, when was it? Mm. Last year, I think. Yeah. It was, yeah. Some. Sometime last year. Yes,
1: I was an I'm, artist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> your mom also showed me a picture of you. Oh. when you were young <laughs>
1: what was the picture?
0: It was a picture of Anita dressed in I think you had like blue jeans uh-huh. and like a I don't remember what type of jacket you were wearing. You had sunglasses on. <laughs> with, I know I know the picture. <laughs> yeah, with a cowboy hat. What's a cowboy hat?
1: It was a helmet. Oh, a oh, helmet. Like a there we helmet. go. <laughs> yeah.
0: With some heels on. Yeah. Uh, with a ukulele? Yes. And uh
1: and a Barbie purse. Yeah. We can show the picture. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. All,
0: right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> what an awesome picture. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite picture by far.
1: Yeah, but uh for guitar, mm-hmm. I remember my dad trying to teach me guitar when I was younger and my favorite color is blue and I remember having a blue acoustic guitar that was like my size. Yeah. Um but for some reason I just didn't want to play it right away when my dad mm. was teaching me i think i was maybe like 10 when i finally came to my dad and was like okay i want to learn show me <laughs> and so then he started teaching me yeah um uh, yeah and then i remember when my brother wanted to learn guitar i started teaching him mm. and then he got way better than me he started <laughs> teaching himself and now he's
0: better than me <laughs> which is fine i'm not mad about
1: it <laughs> yeah. no but um,
0: you can play the piano and he barely does
1: <laughs> but if he had lessons That's he,
0: true. he would be better than me
1: <laughs> yeah but then for singing um, I've been singing for as long as I can remember mm-hmm. I remember for Christmas one year this was before I was in like kindergarten or anything okay. I remember for Christmas getting a gift and it was a karaoke machine like it was one of those machines where you could put a CD into it mm. and then there was like a microphone on the side and like a speaker <laughs> and to this day that is my favorite christmas gift that i've ever gotten
0: <laughs> if i got that i've been like what's this what's this garbage
1: <laughs> no but it was my favorite gift and i remember singing um and then actually like singing and doing worship when i started that i mm-hmm. think i was also pretty young i remember um well my mom has pictures yeah and there are pictures of me singing with my dad and he's playing the guitar and stuff at a church in kudat which is a reserve and so i guess i was doing that before i was in school <laughs> as well <laughs> and then also my at my grandma's house and my auntie's house um in the basement they have it kind of set up almost like Like a church, like they kind of have a little stage where they had mics and uh, guitar, drums, and they even had like a little soundboard at the back and like chairs. Mm -hmm. And there's also pictures of me singing there with my dad playing guitar. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And so I've been doing it for as long as I can remember. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. You're very humble when it comes to like, I've never. seen you or heard you say that you play instruments or you sing or anything (laughs) you don't tell anyone you can do those things and uh, you kind of just one day just shine you know (laughs) type of thing i I want you to tell a little bit about um your vanguard story how people found out how you can sing and um, (laughs) that you play and whatever
1: yes okay so in my first year at vanguard we did a lot of uh, ministry, mm-hmm. um, within the city, outside of the city, and we even got to go to uh, Vancouver, mm-hmm. and we went to East Hastings.
0: By the way, um, the Vanguard is a Bible college. Yeah. Just to clarify,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went to East Hastings, which is actually the poorest postal code in all of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of homelessness there, and yeah. we went down there to do. Ministry to uh, work with organizations that were already there Mm -hmm. And just to make connections with people and build relationships and we were put into like smaller groups And so my group we went to this one uh place I think it was a church on east hastings Mm -hmm. and They would regularly have like a service And they would give out food. So people would come in um and have food and then drinks while they were um kind of listening to a service that was going on mm-hmm. and so i remember our team went and they wanted some people to serve food but they also wanted some people to do some of the singing mm-hmm. some of the worship okay. and so they kind of asked the group like is there anyone in your group that can do that and i was like i can <laughs> <laughs> if you need me i can help <laughs> okay. and so uh they gave me a guitar and they had um a drummer and they had a bass player and they had another lady who I think she was playing piano okay. um, and she was singing as well so it wasn't just me and so I met them talked to them we kind of discussed like oh like what songs should we do for tonight we picked a couple and then we practiced a little bit and then the building opened and people started coming in to get food and to enjoy the service and so we started doing the worship and like i said we were in small groups Mm -hmm. and so a couple of the other groups came to the building and so people from the other group started walking in and i'm up there singing and doing worship and at that point most people did not know that i could (laughs) uh, play instruments or sing and so they were coming in being like was singing (laughs) (laughs) and then seeing me and being like huh because another thing too especially at that time like (laughs) i was super shy and i wouldn't really talk and even in class like i wouldn't interact Um, and so a lot of people didn't know that one i was bold enough to stand in front of people and then two that i could even sing or do any of that and so i remember one of my professors was also their pa And he came and he was sitting there talking with people and um, enjoying the worship. And then I remember after him and some other people coming up to me and being like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I think that was one of the first times also from that night. One of the songs that we sang um (laughs) stuck with me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know exactly what story you're gonna tell
1: yeah so we were singing and doing worship and they wanted us to do more songs and we were like okay what songs do we do so i kind of turned to the team and was like guys like what songs should we do i'm drawing a blank i don't know what other songs we should do and the drummer was like oh there's a really good song we should do this song he's like i don't remember what it's called though and i was like oh like do you have like a vague idea of what it's called? And he's like, oh, I think it's called I Am a Tree. It's (laughs) I Am a Tree song. And I was so confused. I was like, it's a worship song? And he goes, yeah, yeah. it's Everyone knows the song. I'm like, I don't. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? And so even the other people on the team were confused and they're like, what is this song? And we're trying to think, what is this song? And I realized he was talking about the song, How He Loves Us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because in the song there's a line bending where beneath,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: i am a tree bending yeah. beneath the weight of his wind and mercy yeah and i was like oh <laughs> so now um hell he loves us is now I called i am a tree song so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i want to say this you have like this amazing ability to command people's attention when you're singing. Um, like i've been around a lot of singers and i've done sound for a lot of singers but i'm not saying this to gas you up or (laughs) you know just whatever but not because you're my girlfriend and everything but you just have this like ability to just i don't know like lead people into uh, the presence of god and and, uh, and lead people into worship i think a lot of worship leaders lack that right they're Mm -hmm. great singers but in terms of leading people into worship, it's, it's not completely there. And I, I just want to tell you publicly, <laughs> I don't know if I've told you privately, but y- you honestly do have this ability to um, just command people's attention. <laughs> right? Thank you. and, and you've seen it too with Pastor Dino asking you to sing in a lot of events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people do really enjoy uh, you singing. Um, on our worship channel, Whole Worship, Mm -hmm. Uh, we recently posted an Amharic song, an Amharic (laughs) cover. Yeah, you did great. I remember Mm -hmm. when we were recording it, sitting here and just being an on, just clapping all the time, (laughs) um, which was a lot of uh, fun to record. But, uh, what made you sing in Amharic? What, why, why sing in Amharic? Why do all of that?
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, for for those who don't know, Amharic is one of the languages of Ethiopia. Yes. Um, The main language. Yes. What made me sing in Amharic? Well, um, in my third year at Vanguard, we had to do an internship. um, And I did mine in Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. So I was there for three months. Right before COVID, nice. <laughs> I was sent home because of COVID. <laughs> but that was before I met you and everything. Mm-hmm. I had went to Ethiopia. But um, my professors at Vanguard actually were, are still global workers in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And so they spend half their year in Ethiopia and then their other half here. Yes, And so that was their first year teaching at Vanguard in my third year. mm mm-hmm. And I was actually going to go somewhere else for my internship. I was going to go to Kenya, yeah. <laughs> right beside Ethiopia. <laughs> and I was already in contact with um, the global workers in Kenya. And we were already planning like the whole internship, basically. Mm-hmm. And so when Val came up to me, um, I hadn't told anyone at this point that I was actually not feeling good about going to Kenya. Yeah. But I just assumed, oh, it's cuz I haven't actually traveled overseas by myself before, so I'm probably just like nervous and overthinking things. Mm-hmm. Um but looking back, I realized no, that was definitely a sign to not go. Yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't telling anyone unless someone directly asked me like, "Oh, where are you going for your internship?" Mm-hmm. Then I would tell them, "Oh, I'm going here." Um but I didn't feel good about it. And I wasn't telling anyone cuz I didn't want to be negative. Yeah. I was just thinking like once i get there it'll be good (laughs) but at this point i hadn't told anyone and val approached me after class one day and asked if she could talk to me Mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay am i in trouble (laughs) but she came to me and was like i just want to say if you are feeling unsettled at all about going to kenya i have a really great second option that i think would suit you very well and i was like oh okay (laughs) how did you know okay so i went home though and i was super conflicted because i was already in contact with the people in kenya yeah and so i didn't want to go back on them and i felt super torn (laughs) and i remember calling my parents and being like i don't know what to do like (laughs) i don't know what to do and then my dad was like okay well what did you originally say that you wanted to do going into your internship? Mm -hmm. And I told him I wanted to do this, this, and this. And he's like, what did you say you didn't want to do? And I was like, this, this, and this. And he was like, that's exactly what you would be doing in Kenya. (laughs) The -hmm. things you didn't want to (laughs) do. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) And so I decided to um, go with my second option and go to Ethiopia. So I talked to Val and her husband, Brian, and they got it all set up they had a place for me to stay and then they also um were like yeah we found someone else who's gonna go with you as well um for her internship Kate and so we went together and at that point I actually hadn't like had any interactions with Kate I knew of Kate because Vanguard was a small school but I had never interacted with her and so we met up for the first time before our internship and like talked about things um but it was like a really perfect match like Mm. we worked really well together and like i think i've said this before but like we have different strengths but they meshed very well together especially for what we were doing when we went to ethiopia Mm -hmm. um one of the main things that we did was we helped um teresa and mercy who live there in ethiopia um kind of bring their vision to fruition um they had both really wanted to create a children's curriculum Okay. to be used in like churches. Yeah. And they also wanted to create children's music. And so <laughs> right up your alley. Yeah, and so Kate had taken classes on creating children's curriculum. Wow. And so she just took it and went with it and like mm. created so much curriculum in a short amount wow. of time. And then we worked together on creating children's music. Mm. And so we got to write the music, make the melody, and then even record it. And so Mercy's husband, Robbie, helped us with that. He did such a big portion of that. Yeah. And then their plan was to take our music and then translate it into Amharic because mm-hmm. we had done it all in English.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so the last day that we were there, we got to actually see the final products of a couple of the songs that we had done. And it was a really cool opportunity to, to see that. And um, yeah, so then we went back to canada <laughs> mm. and i had really felt um that i wanted to go back to ethiopia and one of the big things that we learned throughout vanguard is if you're gonna go somewhere you have to be a part of the culture yeah and a big part of culture is language mm-hmm. <laughs> and really is. and just from being there uh for the three months and only knowing like the tiniest bits <laughs> of a <Amharic, laughs> i was like yeah there's no way i'm gonna go back and like only be able to speak english (laughs) because not everyone there can speak english That's um yeah and so i have actually wanted to learn a mark Mm -hmm. and the thing is though like i don't have money for classes (laughs) like i actually looked into that before meeting you okay um and i was like yeah i'm not i'm not paying for that sorry (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so then we met and um Amharic is your first language? Yes, <laughs> so my first language. It worked yeah. out really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess meeting you as well um, and your parents' first language also being Amharic, it also made me kind of want to learn more as well. Yeah. And uh, the song that we did recorded posted the cover of um, was a song that you really liked and you showed it to me the one day we were driving in the car and you showed it to me and i actually really liked like the sound of it everything i was like wow this is a really cool song and i decided you know what why not learn this song Mm -hmm. because one um i like it (laughs) two um it'll help me start learning Mm. um and so then i told you that i wanted to learn it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i was like Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so i guess that's kind of the why
0: mm-hmm. and the thing is is like you learned it on your own mostly mm-hmm. I, I think i only helped during the recording really just yeah. making sure some words were tight <laughs> but you already kind of knew the thing like just how to sort of pon- pronounce the different mm-hmm, words mm-hmm. which was actually very fascinating to me uh, anita has ability to just remember everything her <laughs> short-term memory is the best <laughs> i've ever seen For <laughs> her long-term memory <laughs> don't even talk about it it does not exist like she doesn't remember things we did last year <laughs> a couple of weeks ago i was talking about how uh, i went for easter to her parents and met up with her uh like i think that was the first time i met your whole entire family all together yeah and uh she had no recollection of that at all no. and like we did an easter egg hunt <laughs> they did it just I, I did it myself by myself because that was my first one ever yeah <laughs> she has no recollection of it which is kind of sad yeah but her short term is really good <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and so i think that also helped you mm-hmm. a lot um so for the we're working on another song we
1: are <laughs> yeah so
0: how do you feel about that song by the way i didn't ask. i'm
1: excited um the song was actually written and recorded and produced by originally originally a band called zama for christ and robbie and mercy who i talked about before were a part of that band and so i wanted to learn one of their songs and we were listening to uh, songs in their album and we came to that one and we're like this is a good one Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm excited to learn that one yeah I'm uh, almost almost done learning it <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. no you, you've done really good i mean the first time you listened to it was like 10 days ago and you have it pretty much memorized mm-hmm. which is actually incredible <laughs> um but yeah i'm super excited for that one i think that one is gonna really move people mm. uh, we're not just doing it a solo just yeah yeah i think that's that's a different thing and we're having other elements kind of thrown. I don't want to give all of it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm so excited for that and, and to see where this takes us and where th- this takes you as a musician, as a singer. Because mm-hmm. um, like for me, I see such a bright future for you in terms of like writing your own music and <laughs> doing all of that. Yeah. I'm willing to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm so excited for you because... I feel like God has such a great um, future planned for you, and and with your music, with with everything you do, I, I you're just good at everything. Sometimes I, I look at my own life and I'm like, man, I wish I was that good at everything. Like, I'm not even joking. Anything Anita touches, it just be, it's good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. Uh, I think it's important to recognize. Uh, people's abilities, and, and it's important to um, recognize the, the, the good work that people do. And so, like, I honestly think that you're good at anything that you set your mind to, right? And so, I'm so excited for your music career and, and to see where this takes you and where this takes us, mm-hmm. um, and, and to see you just grow and develop and, and even learn Amharic completely and be able to speak it. Like on the day day basis, uh, but before we end our podcast, I want to ask uh, what what has uh, what uh, tell me oh. one thing that God has sorry <laughs> tell me one thing that God has been teaching you lately that uh, you just want to share with people and encourage our viewers with.
1: Sure. Uh, before before I say that though, um, I definitely couldn't have done all this music stuff without you. Yeah. <laughs> like I I did listen to the song i listened to the song on repeat mm-hmm. um on spotify it was actually my uh, most listened to song for last year nice. <laughs> yeah but um even just with pronunciation i wouldn't have picked up on those things or done it correctly without you mm-hmm. uh you also did all the audio <laughs> yes. you also did all the recording yes. and all the editing <laughs> yeah. so thank you you're also very gifted at doing those things thank you, thank you. <laughs> Yes, we make a great team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really do. <laughs> um, but one thing that God has been speaking to me, yeah. uh the importance of prayer.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and prayer as a form of communication. That's good. Um, prayer isn't just us asking God for things. It shouldn't be that is a part of it, um, but that shouldn't be the only thing mm. that our prayer involves. That's good. And prayer isn't just thanking god for our meal really quickly (laughs) (laughs) um prayer is communicating with god and we should be praying without ceasing meaning we should be in constant communication with god Mm -hmm. um so that's definitely been one thing that's on my heart and then one thing that happened recently that really enforced that and reminded me of that was um i was i was at a club as well Um, And at the end, we opened up opportunity for some of the children to pray. Mm -hmm. And so many of the children were so eager to pray, which I think is one thing that us adults may not always have is the eagerness Mm -hmm. to pray. When the opportunity is open to prayer, not all of us are the ones to raise our hands the quickest. um, But that aspect of it was such an important reminder was we should be eager to pray because Prayer is such an amazing thing. The fact that we get to communicate with God. Because another thing, too, is I'm reading through um, (laughs) Leviticus right now, (laughs) which is a kind of boring book. (laughs) But it's still such an important book. There's a reason why it's in the Bible. And it's going through all these ways of how the roles of the high priests and the priests and how they had to do sacrifices and how it wasn't always... Um, available for people to just communicate with god (laughs) communication was done through the high priest and forgiveness of sins was done through them and so it's such a good reminder that this wasn't always how things were we didn't always have the opportunity to just sit down and communicate with god yeah And so having that eagerness to be able to do it because it wasn't always an option Mm -hmm. to remember that we get to pray to God Mm. and that it's such a special and amazing opportunity to do that, to communicate with him freely. And then the next thing was all these children were wanting to pray. And so they were going and they were praying. They were taking turns. And then this this one, this one little boy, he comes up and he starts praying he preached (laughs) he was preaching (laughs) (laughs) and he was like going and like he was quoting scripture he was his prayer was honestly so powerful Mm -hmm. um but one thing that he said in his prayer that struck me reminded me of was in his prayer he says god we thank you that you answer prayers Mm -hmm. and he said and even when you don't answer them right away that's okay but we know that you hear our prayers Wow it was so powerful i was like oh my word (laughs) (laughs) what what a good reminder Mm -hmm. that jesus hears all our prayers Mm -hmm. and this is also something that we talked about previously in sunday school which i i also have the opportunity to do is prayer and how god hears all our prayers there's not a prayer that he doesn't hear and god answers all our prayers but we need to remember that there are different answers to prayers Mm -hmm. sometimes god's answer answer to a prayer is yes Sometimes his answer to a prayer is no, but sometimes his answer to a prayer is wait. Mm. And sometimes he has an even better option that we haven't thought of before. Yeah. And so um, that little boy's prayer was just such a good reminder wow. that God, we thank you that you hear our prayers. That's okay. And we thank you that even if you don't answer them right away, you answer our prayers.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. What an amazing little boy. Hey. Yes. <laughs> well, we hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast and we hope that you come back again to see us yes. of course this is not uh, i hope you guys subscribe and stay mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh thank you so much for viewing for liking subsri- subscribing oh my goodness <laughs> and we'll see you all soon we love you bye Bye-bye.